What's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ken K. Howard, back again with another episode of Trey Ball. Um, this week, uh, usually, you know, if I have people on this show, I want to bring on some people, you know, who who are more knowledgeable about basketball or some people that is very interesting as well who like to talk about basketball. Uh, today, I have a guest with me today. He's been eager to get on the show. Uh, I consider him one of the best JC players ever. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, uh, Kendall K. Howard. Um, yeah, so while I was recording this audio, there was like a, I don't know where it was going. It's like, it slowed down Mario's audio. This is Mario, by the way. This is Mario Maitland. Um, this, it slowed down the part where he introduces himself, and I kind of kick off the video. Uh, basically, only thing you miss is him talking about his, some of his greats that he followed, uh, and he looked up to, and some people that he knew that got him into basketball, like Ben Simmons and Taco Fall, that he knew, and how his brother played in D1 basketball. Uh, he's a JC, he's like one of the best JC players I've seen, so that's why I brought him onto the show. And uh, yeah, let's get back into the show. But I just want to tell you all, that's like a little error, so that's why it's a little cut in between this right here, and I'm just talking to you right now. So yeah, back to Trey Ball. And the main topics of this week so far has been the trade talk. Now, if you know the trade oh, deadline... Yeah was on February 6th. It was at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And there was some uh, some pretty monumental moves that took place. Not anything too major, yeah. but it was enough to kind of shake up the league a little bit. For sure. Uh, For the sure. very first uh, big trade that kind of took place is the Andre Iguodala trade, which mm-hmm. is something that we've been anticipating like throughout the whole entire season. Yeah. Uh, if we remember, uh, Iguodala got traded to the Grizzlies in the summertime uh, from the Warriors, and he hasn't played basketball with the Grizzlies. Like He's been holding out, and I know a lot of people kind of Okay, guys, I'm back again. So the error happened again during this part. I thought I got rid of it. Had to take down the audio that I just uploaded and re-uploaded again for this. So um, basically, during this part, we just talk about the Andre Iguodala trade and how uh, Iguodala got traded to the Heat for Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, and James Johnson. Uh, and he got sent there with Solomon Hill and Jake Crowder. Uh, and also in that deal... Uh, Miami traded or Memphis traded uh, with Minnesota Gorgie Yang for James Johnson. So I think Gorgie Yang is in Memphis now too. So that's all we basically talk about. Then we went into a conversation talking about how the Grizzlies wasn't in playoff contention and how Iguodala was in the twilights of his career and wanted to play for a championship contender, but the Grizzlies are still in the playoffs somehow and how they subpar in the bottom of the West, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So sorry again for that. I don't know what it is, but Back to the show. Western Conference is stacked for them just be be an eight seed. You think so? This season, you think the Western Conference is stacked? I mean, definitely. They 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 made it in being barely five <laughs> over five hundred. Like I don't know. Hey, hey when I, you, that lower half of the West ain't too good. Yeah, but when when you look at L.A., mm-hmm. um, the Clippers, you look at uh, the Blazers, Utah Jazz. Blazers ain't in the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> last year, Bla- though, yeah. yeah, last year, yeah, last year they was, yeah. Yeah, but you know it's still impressive. You know, especially they're being led by the rookie John Morant. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's playing well impressive. this year for sure. Rookie, he's run away with the rookie of the year. I don't see. You think so? Else. You think Zion gonna take it from him? Had to yeah. play only. He only started playing like what two hey, weeks ago. Have you seen him? Hey, he's been playing well. I'm not denying it. I'm not <laughs> denying it. But I, I think if that's the case, then Joel and B should have got it the year that Malcolm Brogdon played. If that's if we gonna go based off that, I mean that's a good point. So I think John but Morant gonna run away with it this year. I feel like Zion he. <laughs> He's more popular, like uh, amongst the. People. Oh yeah, he's more popular, but like, like in, in totality of work and like what he's done yeah. to the team, I think Jai's gonna get it. Okay, yeah. But let, let's get into this trade. So, for the trade that took place, we had Miami. Um, they agreed to trade Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, and James Johnson to Memphis for Andre Iguodala, Solomon Hill, and Jay Crowder. Um, so Minnesota also joining that deal. 
Uh, they traded Gorgie Gang for James Johnson. So mm-hmm. Gorgie Gang is, I think he's with, um, he's in Memphis now, and James Johnson's now in Minnesota. So right. not Miami kind of got some good pieces right there. Not only did they get Eagle Dog, but they also got Jay Crowder. They're definitely making moves. They, 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 it definitely adds to that team if you really look at it. Like yeah. the type of style of play that they're going for, like kind of having like that rough rider. Like dog yeah. mentality led by Jimmy Butler on that team. I like Miami. And I like Miami. That's some good pickup. What you think about it? What you think about? I that think trade? Miami won that trade. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they got Iguodala. He's a, like you said, he's a champion. So <laughs> that's definitely gonna help Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and those guys for sure. Yeah. What you think about addition of Jay Crowder being on that team as well? Oh uh, yeah, he's he's a he's a rough rider. Yeah. You know, he's he's just gonna add to their toughness. I I think I think they fit the mold right there. I think like adding. Not only Eagle Dollar, but like I said, Jay Crowder was was pretty impressed by Pat Riley. Um, oh, yeah. They was talking about adding the Thunder to that trade to get Danilo Gallinari, which has been good for them, too, because they got like a, a 6'10 shooter. Oh, and yeah. if you look at their team right now, they got some shooters on their team. Definitely. With Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, the rookie who's showing Tyler up. Harrow. Tyler Harrow, of course, UK's own Tyler yeah. Harrow. Um, and I think if they would have got Gallinari, it kind of would help them, too. But obviously, that didn't work out too much. But even, like I said, adding Jay Crowder and kind of like taking a defensive load off of – Jimmy Butler. Definitely. So when it comes to playoff times, when they had to guard some of those like key players, they like can a young, put Crowder on them. Yeah, yeah they can put yeah, Crowder. Sure. They can throw Eagle Dollar on them. So I think that makes things a little bit smoother. For definitely adds to their their bench depth. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah. I think I think I think it was a good trade for them. And what you, do you think? You think with this trade, yeah. you think they'll be able to make a deep playoff run now that they got this trade? Um. In the East, I, I think they can make second round for sure. But, you know, mm-hmm. you got to look at their seeding. That's definitely going to depend on it, you know. Um, you got Milwaukee. You got Philadelphia. You can't sleep on Philadelphia. Yeah. I, that's, see, the thing about Philadelphia, though, like they kind of they kind of been letting me down this year. Yeah. They, they yeah. kind of let me Joel down. Joel he he's kind of let me down a little bit, he's, too. Like, just that whole team, like, their shooting is terrible. I think they... Like I don't like, I don't like the seven sixes at all. Like I've just been disappointed by like what they have accomplished so far this season. Yeah. Um, like everybody had them being like the best in the East. No, for but, sure. But Giannis Antetokounmpo and them Bucks had something to say about that. I think it's, the East is gonna be really really interesting because you know Kawhi's gone now. So you know I think it's up for anybody. You think anybody come out the East this year? I I hope I I hope Giannis will come out because I would like to see him in the finals. You know he's he's very fun to watch, but you know. You can't forget about Philadelphia and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Those guys, they're hungry. You know, they they, they took an exit last yeah. year, so they're still hungry. I I, I think Giannis and them is coming out, but I think with his trade, I think Miami, they can they could they can make a potential deep playoff run with the team, and I think that oh yeah, I think that granted, um, now a lot of people talking about like oh Eagle Dollars not that big of a contribution to the team because he oh. he did average only five point seven points last season, yeah, with four rebounds and three assists, but. If you look at it, like what he brings to the team, not just it's in, not just scoring. It's I not agree. just scoring. I agree, it's not just scoring. You know, he's a glue guy. You mm-hmm. know, he's just gonna get out there and do what it takes to win. And you that know, veteran, he's a champion. Yeah, yeah, he's a and, veteran. So. And that veteran leadership he brings to the locker room to go along with those young guys. Right. I think that helps. That's with a the great fit. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, Iguodala, they're, they're tough. Like I said, they're just tough. Yeah, and like I said, that championship pedigree helps with it as well. And it also a lot of people don't like. 
praise Udala for his playmaker skills as well. Because not only is a good, oh yeah, he's oh, a yeah. good defender, but he's a good playmaker as he well. Is. He is. He's so very adds, underrated. So you see that playmaker go along with the likes of like Jimmy Butler and Kendrick Nunn, who is a good, who's a decent playmaker, and Goran Dragic too. A lot of people don't really talk about him no more. Yes, I'm a Goran Dragic fan. I used to like him when he was in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. Like yeah. so, just going along with them players, like you <laughs> said, it's gonna be it's gonna be good fun seeing this team For now. Sure. Leading up into this trade, there was some uh, beef, if you would, some Twitter beef and uh, some little interview yeah. beef going on mm-hmm. with uh, Iguodala and some of the young Grizzly players, specifically uh, Dillian Brooks, who who was getting interviewed, and uh, he said he couldn't wait to trade him so he could play him. <laughs> but now that he's on the Heat, yeah. people are thinking, oh, they're going to ready to play. But the Heat and, them, and the Grizzlies already played twice this year. So, uh, they, we, that, so we got to wait. Ah. We got to wait till next season to see that happen. But yeah, speaking right. on Dillian Brooks, um, he actually just got a $35 million contract extension yeah. uh, this year. He's actually been playing very well for the oh, Grizzlies, yeah. averaging about 16.1 points this season, playing a big role. Uh, what do you, do you, do you, have you seen a little bit? I, I, I don't watch too much of Grizzlies games. I just catch it when I can because I'm a, I'm a John Morant fan. I like, oh, I yeah, like John Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> but not nah, uh, Dylan Brooks, he's not bad. You know, he's averaging 16. You know, the numbers speak for himself. Yeah. So, yeah. He played a crucial role for the Grizzlies, Grizzlies this year. Uh, John Morant, him, Jaron Jackson Jr., Kyle Anderson, Dallas yeah. Chunas on that team. Jay Crowder before he got traded too. But yeah, I think – I like if, what they. I like what Miami has done. I like the moves. Yeah, I like it. I think. <laughs> I hope Dion. Dion Waiters ain't on that stuff, and yeah, I hope he. I can, hope not. I hope he can play as well because the first game he he had coming back uh, from his little suspension when he played yeah. the Clippers the very first time when they was in Miami, he played really well. Yeah. So he, the talent is still there. So I hope he can like showcase his skills for sure. And, and and Memphis along with Justice Winslow as well. Justice Winslow, yeah. So that's all I have to say on that trade. Another trade that uh, happened uh, that was a big, it was a big move for his contended team was Marcus Morris to the Clippers. Um, so the trade uh, when Marcus Morris went to the Clippers, they, the Clippers gave up Mo Harkless and a 2020 first round pick with the right to a 2021 first round pick swap with the Clippers. So the Knicks get that unless it's um, I don't know, one in four. Yeah, one in yeah, four odds. And uh, 2021 second round pick via Detroit, Washington draft rights to 2018 second round pick, Lucif um, Sana. I don't, I don't know. Who, uh, I don't know, know who that, that is. is. <laughs> the Clippers send Jerome Robinson to Washington, and uh, Isaiah Thomas was a part of the deal. He got sent to the Clippers as well, but he got waived. So bad, bad luck for this guy, Isaiah uh, Thomas. Man. man, can't catch a break. <laughs> he can't catch a break, but. Um, I hope he. I hope he finds him. I actually like Isaiah Thomas. I do. Game. I'm a fan of his game. I'm and a fan that, of his game. it's. It's crazy when you think about because not only him, but like you see like someone like Demarcus Cousins, yeah, who kind of like they was at the top of their game and like right when they were about to get that max deal, like injury style on them and they just keep or, getting injured yeah. and like, it just it just keeps like hindering them. Like it's we tough. Remember, that's that's tough, man. It is tough. Like you remember like a couple years ago with um, when Isaiah Thomas was in Boston. And he was playing really well. He took him to what was it, Eastern Conference? Semis. Oh yeah, he was averaging twenty nine. Yeah, he was. You know? Yeah, he was averaging almost thirty. He was. Some people thought he was MVP candidate. He was playing real well yeah. that year, and um, we seen when he got traded to Cleveland for Kyrie Irving. He had a hip injury, and it just it's never been the same. It's never been the same, yeah. and it's, it's been sad. So, what you think about this Marcus Morris trade? How does it, how does this benefit the Los Angeles? Oh, Clippers? great, great move by the Clippers. You mm-hmm. know, I, what surprised me was. How the Lakers didn't really make a move, but the Clippers, you know, they they added Marcus Morris, and he's a guy that he's brings toughness. He's he can be a three and D guy, and uh, 
That's just a smart pickup by them. Yeah. Yeah. The Lakers were, they were trying, like, the Lakers and the Clippers has kind of been, like, battling yeah. to get some players throughout the year. Like, they was battling to get Kawhi Leonard in the summertime. Yes. They was battling to get, um, well, they was they was trying to get Iguodala, but that never fell through. Uh, Marcus Morris right now at this point. Yeah. And there's even talks of uh, Darren Collison. Who yeah, I've was, seen a little bit of that. Yeah, who was actually spotted at the Lakers game, too, on, uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. It was yesterday he was spotted at the Lakers game. Um, I think... With this move, I think for the Clippers, this is actually a good move for them. Okay. Adding Marcus Morris, who, who kind of fits that mold that like the Clippers are going for, kind of like that dog mentality, like it's just rough rider, like right. kind of team that they got going going along with like Montrez Harrell, oh, uh, yeah. Pat they're, Bev. They, they're bulldogs, over bulldogs, there. man, like they're literal bulldogs. bulldogs, man. And I think Marcus Morris has actually been like one of the bright spots for the Knicks this year, yeah. averaging nineteen point six <laughs> points and five point four rebounds. Is a great pickup for the, the Clippers. It is a great pickup. I think. Uh, he adds a little bit more scoring to the team as well. Yes. So I, I, Maybe, and that's that's good for them because it can take some of the load off of Kawhi and, and Paul George as mm. they go on in the postseason. So um, that's that's a great pickup for the Clippers. And yeah. I, what I what I want to ask you is, are you surprised the Lakers didn't make any moves? Like, I think they tried. Um, but if you look at like the assets they have, I don't think too many people like are buying to have some of the okay. assets they have. Like, uh, like I know some people was like. <laughs> <laughs> I seen like something on Twitter about like Kyle Kuzma is trying to get traded. He's about another trade season. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> but he hasn't been playing too well. It's like for anybody to want to really take him. Um, then you got some, like Danny Green. I heard his name being shopped I out like there him. a little bit. Uh, Rondo. Um, it's I don't like I like some of the assets they have. Like I said, I don't think people are like trying to go for it. Got you. They was a part of this deal. They was trying to get Marcus Morris as well. Uh, and like I said, they are, they are now in the process of getting right. Darren Collison. So they hope to get him because they need another playmaker to come off the bench to take the load off LeBron mm-hmm. when he's not in the game. Because everybody, sure. yeah, I agree, yeah. I agree. They they would definitely benefit from a, a guard that can take the weight off of LeBron. You know, run a little pick and roll with mm-hmm. AD. You know, just to take the load off of LeBron because you know the playoffs. You know, the game's gonna slow down definitely, and LeBron he's in his seventeenth year. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's he's getting up there in age, but he's not showing any signs of it for real. I know. Oh. Not- He's still going, man. He's still I'm <laughs> telling you. <laughs> and I, I thought people like me included, like we thought Ronda was going to be the answer. And granted, he's doing good. He's doing decent. Exactly. But yeah. with Derek Costa, what he brings to the to the team is better shooting as well. Uh, for the last couple of seasons, I think last time I checked, he's been averaging at least like 40-something percent from the three-point line okay. these past couple of seasons. So not only would be a good pick-and-roll option for the team, but he also is a great shooter to like kind of offset that pick-and-roll. So say like, like you, like you said, you know from basketball. Like you come up there pick and roll with AD instead of lobbing it up like they've been doing this whole season. Right, he got you spot for that shot and actually consistently yes. make it, unlike a Rondo would. So I think that would, I think that's that would be a good pickup. But I wouldn't mind the Clippers getting him either. You know, oh, yeah. to take him from the Lakers and you know add a little addition, oh, yeah. complete the puzzle, and keep messing with the Lakers all season. I wouldn't mind that happening either. Yeah. But I think Marcus Morris to that team because Mo Harkless was starting. Uh, yeah. Before that, so you add Marcus Morris to the starting lineup. Whew. It's this team. I like this man. I like I like the Clippers. I like what they're doing. Shout out to Jerry West, <laughs> Steve Ballmer, Doc it. Rivers, Ty yeah. Lue, Sam Cassell, all of them. Yeah. I like it. Shout yeah. out to the Clippers. Shout out Big Y, man. <laughs> Shout out Big Y. <laughs> Shout out PG. Yeah, Shout sir. out Lou Will, Montrez. Yeah. They're gonna break a chip home. I like that. 
good move goal. right That's there. The that was goal. a good. That was a good move. Uh, <laughs> some of my friends will get on me because they think I'm a bandwagon. But I'm a I'm a Paul George fan. Like I love Paul George. Oh yeah, who yeah. doesn't? Like, I mean, he's a good play. Player. Yeah. yeah. Like, who yeah. doesn't like, and Kawhi Leonard, I like Kawhi Leonard. So it's like, I, they're not my team, necessarily. Yeah, I mean, they're fun to watch. They are very fun to watch. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't want to say I, I'm rooting against the Lakers, but. Hey, man, it's going to be it's gonna be fun watching. It is. It is, but the Lakers, I don't, I don't know. They ain't going to get the job done. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in the Lakers. <laughs> I don't care. They got zero dark 30 LeBron or what. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get the job oh, done. Man. Not with Big Wine Town. You don't think so, huh? I don't think. You think they will? I think they will. You know, I, I have faith in LeBron. You uh-huh. know, back in 2016, he promised a championship to Cleveland. He got it done. He, right now, he promised a championship for Kobe. And yeah. We'll see Ooh. what happens, right? <laughs> Ooh, he got very Kobe into it. He does look oh, like the same yeah. uniform. Yeah. I, yes, sir. <laughs> but people don't. I was talking to some of my friends about the people don't understand it, like Kawhi Leonard and like Paul George. They're yeah. Kobe products as well. Like these, oh, yeah. they actually oh, yeah. grew up in Southern California, definitely, and grew up Kobe fans. That's why everybody thought, oh, they was going, they going to play for the Lakers. Yeah. But they really like you see they playing for the Clippers, so it's not necessarily the Lakers they were fans of. It's Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Bryant. they're fans of. So. Levine. Mm-hmm. So I think they, I think they got something to prove for Kobe too. So let's, let's I, not. I think, fun to watch. I think it's gonna be fun too. Another big trade that took place, um, we had the Warriors trade. Now this, this is another trade people been speculating for a while. Um, yeah. thinking that like, oh, how they gonna, how's the Warriors gonna do with three guards on this team? Um, the trade we talking about is the D'Angelo Russell trade. Um, Golden State uh traded D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota, a deal that included Andrew Wiggins. A twenty, excuse me. A twenty. Let's see, yeah. A twenty twenty two, uh, protected first round pick and a twenty twenty two second round pick. Uh, and the Warriors also sent Jacob Evans and Amari Spellman to the Timberwolves as no. well. What's your thoughts on this trade, Mario? Um, Minnesota. I think they won this trade. Mm-hmm. And you look at a guy like D'Angelo Russell, right. twenty four years old all-star already and then you you put him alongside Carl Carl Anthony Towns like they were they they have a close relationship they do they do that's a plus already you know Mm -hmm. and so I think Minnesota's they're on their way to rebuilding their franchise and headed into the right direction and then when you look at Golden State I don't think they made a smart decision there really yeah I mean (laughs) Andrew Wiggins he's a good player you know but um his expectations from the first... He's a first-round pick, and his expectations are kind of... Uh, he's kind of disappointed cer- certain amount of people. So uh, I think definitely Minnesota's won that trade, you know. I think... See, I'm on the opposite side when it comes to this. Because <laughs> I think it's actually... I think it's a win for both teams. Because okay. Minnesota gets that guard that they've been asking for for a while. Because we seen they just traded Jeff T to Atlanta not too long ago as well. Yeah. Um. So they replaced him essentially with D'Angelo Russell, and I think that's a good trade for them. But it's also a good trade for the Warriors, and here's why I think so. Okay. I think it's a power move for the Warriors, and we seen Steve Kerr come out. He said to be blunt that the fit with D'Angelo kind of it kind of didn't work, and they see that Wiggins would be a better fit for the team. So I think this is actually a good move because when you put Wiggins, who's actually averaging 22.4 uh, okay. points this year with yeah. 5.2 rebounds and 3.7 assists. His rebounds and assists are his career's high so far. He's been playing really well this year. 
I think you add that with a Draymond Green, with the Klay Thompson, with a Steph Curry, I think it's actually pretty good. And I think he'll be like a Harrison Barnes 2.0 for that team. Because we've seen him win that championship with Harrison I think that's Barnes. what they wanted. That's what they intended yeah. to do, yeah. Because I think with, with KD gone, that, that hole of like a wing player being there was kind of like there. And yeah. D'Angelo Russell, yeah, he's good. And it was kind of like thinking, oh, well, we're going to play Clay at the three and put D'Angelo and Steph at the two or one. Or we have D'Angelo come off the bench. Like, how is this going to work out? So I yeah. think adding Wiggins to that team actually helps them in the long run. And I think with them being so trash this year, I think <laughs> they should draft a big man. I think if they okay. if the odds is in their favor, and let's say that let's let's say hypothetically they I get a top that. three pick. Let's say if they get like a James Wiseman on the team, like solid. Can you see that? Like nah, they, they right back smart. in championship. Yeah. That makes sense. But when you look at the timetable, like for Golden State, <laughs> Minnesota won the trade because they basically they got an all star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Golden State, they could have waited. You know, Minnesota wanted D'Angelo Russell since what last year? Yeah, they've been wanting him for a minute, now, especially yeah, in free so agency. They want him. Why too. not? Why didn't Golden State just wait till the offseason, see what they could get, see what more they can get than Andrew Wiggins? I feel like they they could have got a lot more than Andrew Wiggins, but you think they could have got more than that? I, yeah, but for I don't, sure. I don't think for D'Lo though. I, I don't know. I don't think for sure because you got now. Being a Louisville native like D-Lo is, and me myself yeah. being a Louisville native, I don't want to talk too bad about it. <laughs> but D-Lo kind of got like a track record, not on the court, you but like so? okay, with, with, off, the, off court. the court issues. Yeah. Like we go back to the Swaggy P stuff in, in Los Angeles. Oh. We go back to uh, Brooklyn with the get Old caught, in, getting, getting caught with weed. Like there, there's some stuff that, that D-Lo has done off the court that has questions that some people don't want to put up with it. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. You- <laughs> Who do you think has more upside, D'Angelo Russell or Andrew Wiggins? D'Lo. I think D'Lo does have a, a good up, upside. That's why I said it's kind of win-win right, for both. Right. Because I think, like me, you was talking before, before the camera went on. Like you, <laughs> like we pointed out the ages of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Yes. And kind of like talking about how their windows could be closing soon in terms yeah. of like getting the championship. But I think they, with them being like mostly shooters. But kind of injuries are on it, but I think they still relatively young enough that like the injury shouldn't bother them as much. I think they got themselves a good five more year, five good more years in them okay. before they really start okay. to slow down and really like get less than what uh-huh. they are right now. I think with Wiggins on that team, like I said, being there some Barnes two point being the younger version of that, and like I said, if if they get a good big man to go along with it, like a young, let's say they get top three pick. That would be very they, interesting. If they yeah. get a James Wiseman and to go along with the bench they already got, they got some young guys on there right now that's playing real good. Eric yeah. Pascal is playing good, averaging 13.5 points and five rebounds this year. Damian Lee, who came from Louisville, who a lot of people think he's on the team because he married a Curry. <laughs> and with 11, averaging 11.8 points this year with five rebounds. Yeah. I, with them two coming off the bench and – I think if they're able to get some some good pieces in the free agency to go on the bench as well to go along with that team, um, granted with you got what four players on the team with kind of with max money, yeah. Because you got Steph yeah. with super max, you got Clay with a max contract. Wiggins just signed a max deal not too long ago. He's on his deal. He got three years, ninety five million left on his deal. Draymond just signed a hundred million dollar yeah. contract. It's all season two, so the money can be kind of limited. But I think if some people in the league, some free agents, because it's free agency summer, it's not going to be as deep as last season's, but there's going to be some good 
rotation, some role players, I think yeah. if they see this, they'll jump back on the Warriors bandwagon. And I think they could be able to make a good run in the playoffs. Yeah. I think so. What um that's I think another reason why I think Wiggins will help the team too. He's a relatively healthy guy. As we're seeing now, health yeah. is kind of the the Achilles heel of the Warriors right now. Yeah. Everybody's out, but yeah, Wiggins he he stays healthy. Yeah, for sure. Only missing um only nine games last season. Uh, he played. I looked at his numbers and his game log. He um, played two eighty two uh, game seasons back to back, and uh, one eighty one game season as well. Uh, like I say, missed nine games last season. He only missed eight this year so far. So he's a relatively healthy guy, which the Warriors need. So oh yeah, with him being young, he's only twenty four right now. Okay, so I. I think that goes a, a, a long way for the Warriors right now, and like he can, we've seen him play and kind of carry the load, but not be so much of the primary player. Especially as Cat came to the Minnesota Timberwolves, yeah. but I think the Warriors would get him into a system and kind of teach him how to play and kind of make him a better player. Because some people have, like That's you a said, good point. yeah, like you said, some people said that like he's kind of a not. He's he kind of lived the expectations. Like, yes. What do you see in his game as a fellow basketball player? What, what do you see in his game that he can improve? Um, I would say be more consistent with his shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and consistency is the major thing for him. You know, just bringing it every night. You know, so that's pretty much it. Yeah. Other than that, you know, he's a great athlete. You know, he could defend, and um, it's gonna be fun to watch. Like you said, you know, Golden State. <laughs> You never know. A, a change in scenery can definitely do a, a, a huge difference in someone's game. You yeah. Know? So I think we'll see how this go. I I have them with this trade. You got the. I got. I got Minnesota. I think Minnesota. They they're trying to stir something up. You know. You never know. You think, why not? Do you why, see them going to the playoffs? Come to the playoffs next season or this season? I don't. I don't think it's about now. You know, for Minnesota, I think they're like I said, they're trying to rebuild. They're they're getting into the rebuilding phase. Maybe mm-hmm. add Devin Booker. You know, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Now now we're talking about yeah contending. Not once you know. So I think it, it's gonna take some time for sure. You think you think next season or an also you think they could pull off a trade to get Devin Booker? It's possible. Cause it's I, I they've possible. been talking about them three playing together. Yeah, I want to play too. Yeah. Want to play with each other. Yeah. We got one piece of the puzzle. You already got D'Lo there. You got D'Lo. You got Cat. So we just need to get Devin Booker. Gotta get I, don't, I don't know if the Suns don't give him up, man. Let's see. The Timberwolves might be able to pull something off. I think. I hope so. I hope so. That'll actually be fun to see. Yeah. Um. Sure. So I'm gonna talk about a trade that kind of made me mad. Okay. Because, <laughs> like I said, I'm not a Clippers fan. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind seeing them win a championship, and, I, and I, I'm rooting for them this season. I'm rooting for them a you little bit. You got the Clippers, okay? But Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond just recently got traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. He went from Detroit to Cleveland. That was kind of the big joke on Twitter. <laughs> not not to throw any shade to anybody from Detroit to Cleveland, but nah. he, come on, <laughs> let's let's come on, let's right, let's let's, let's right. not lie to ourselves. But what they traded for Andre Drummond to go to Cleveland is what makes me even more mad. They traded him for a future second round pick. To the Pistons, let less uh, Golden State or Cleveland's 2023's pick, nice. and the pl- and the trade included Brandon Knight and John Henson. Now I can see if this trade was like 
in 2015. This would be a good trade. <laughs> yeah. But it's 2020. Yeah. Man. What does Brandon Knight and John Henson do? Got him for nothing. Basically for nothing. Yep. Basically for nothing. So my whole point is this. If that, if that was what Detroit accepted yeah. to get uh, uh, Andre Drummond, why couldn't the Clippers go get him? Why? Uh, that's a good and oh my could you imagine if the Clippers got him though oh, that's all they, they needed that's like, all they needed was a big man that'd be scary that would've been horrendous like yeah. what oh like they already a good three point shooting team and you add Drummond who's gonna give you rebounds rebounds shot blocking oh my god finishing at the rim oh my oh my god I wanted them to get him so bad cause like Zubak yeah he does a decent job eight, but would you rather have a Zubak or would you I'm have I'm going with Drummond. Come on. That's Come a no-brainer. Come on now. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I'm going with Drummond. I feel, I feel for Drummond right now. Like I said, he is on Cleveland yeah. right now. They're not playing for anything. Like, he, he's there with Kevin Love and Colin Sexton, who's, <laughs> whose face is – I don't know what's going on with his face. I, I, have, you, have, you been seen, have you seen that? I like, haven't seen his face. Some people, have, some people made some comments saying, like, he's looked kind of sick in the face. Yeah. I don't know. I, I see, don't know what's going on in Cleveland. I, I don't know what's going on in Cleveland either. I heard they was getting him some medicine to help with his acne. That's what I've been told. Oh, uh-uh. Good for him. But <sighs> this trade just don't make any sense to me. It doesn't. What, what no. is your What's your thoughts? Like, how, what do you conclude I mean, of this trade? This is, who did they give up? They gave up nothing basically. Basically, you know? like I said, if this was 2015 or 2014, oh yeah, with Brandon, Brandon Knight, Knight and John Henson. <laughs> that would have been a good trade. I, like, I right. mean, it would have been better, but still. It's like now. <laughs> Andre Drummond. Oh, God. One of the best bigs in the league. I mean, he's playing real well this year. He's playing good this year. I think last time I checked, I think he's averaging. I don't. Know, I don't want to throw out false numbers, but I think he's averaging about eighteen points and he's averaging about fourteen rebounds. I think okay. on top of that as well. So he's playing real well. But dang, I'm upset at that yeah. trade, dog. That hurt me. Now let's talk about another trade. Now I am a Rockets fan. Because mm-hmm. of Russell Westbrook. Um, mm-hmm. But there was a trade that went down that sent Click Capella off the team. And a lot of people, oh and a lot of people have been joking about that trade because they, they had P.J. Tucker playing center. We'll talk more about that. Yeah. But uh, in this trade, it was a four-team trade that included 12 players. Uh, in this trade, Atlanta got Click Capella and Nate from the Rockets. Denver received Kata Bates-Diop, Gerald Green, Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, and Houston's 2021st round pick. Uh, Houston received Jordan Bell, who they send off to uh, Memphis, um, and Robert Covington, Golden State's 2024 second-round pick. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota got Malik Beasley, who's been playing real well for the Nuggets this year. I saw Jamal Murray very upset about that trade, and Juan Hernan, Hernan uh, Gomez. Yeah. And uh, oh, I even know they got this. They even got Evan Turner as well. I think that's like a, a decent pickup for them. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, a U.K. alum, uh, and Brooklyn's 2020's first-round pick. Lottery protected via Atlanta. Hmm. What you think about this trade? I like I like what Atlanta got. Uh, Clint Capella, Nene. They got more bigs to go hmm. with Trey Young. Man, Trey Young is fun to watch. Man, yeah, he, he uh, is fun to watch. He's the first time also. Shout out Trey Young. Nice yeah, Trae, shout man. out Trey Young. But um, I think out of all these teams, uh, Atlanta definitely won out of all these teams. Mm-hmm. Houston surprised me, man, because. I didn't think they would give up Clint Capella like that. But obviously, I guess they're going for small ball. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting to watch. So. Yeah. I think, like you said, Atlanta didn't win this trade because Capella going along with a John Collins and a Trey Young. I think oh, yeah. Ed Astor, their bigs, because John Collins, who's playing real well this year, granted he had that PED uh, suspension early in the season I for like 25 Atlanta. games. 
I think Capella adds to that offense right there. I think it's really good pickup for them. I like Atlanta. Yeah. And yeah, going like so as you touched on why did the uh, Rockets actually give up yeah. uh Clint Capella? And I was talking to some people and I was even talking to uh, one of my friends last night about this, just saying that this is D'Antoni's intention. He wanted to do this trade. And this is kind of like, I would say, D'Antoni's last, like, last push to, like, keep his job. Oh, yeah. Because last week I talked about I said, D'Antoni, he's going to have, he's back too many. He, has too, he had too many chances. Too like, many chances. Yeah. Too many chances. Like, he he went, he lost in Western Simmons last, last season. <laughs> this is his last straw. Yeah. He lost Western Conference Finals a year before that. And, like, he he's trying to do something new because D'Antoni's known for being an offensive innovator and yeah. like bringing new concepts to the game, like kind of pushing the tempo. He's been doing this since the Phoenix days, back with Steve Nash, uh, yeah. and we've seen it now that like he's doing it with James Harden with this <laughs> system, and he's kind of like making it different. And we've seen it on this play last night actually against the Lakers. Yeah, to surprise of many, not kind of the surprise of me yeah. too. But as I was watching the game, I was like, "Now nah, they might, they actually might, this actually might yeah. work." You never know, but <laughs> when you go into the playoffs, yeah, you, you got the Lakers, and you know how big they are. They got McGee, they got Davis. Yeah, but well, is small ball gonna work? You know, the game is gonna it, slow down in the playoffs. It, show, it, it, it proved to work last night, as we've seen, because the Rockets beat the Lakers one twenty one to one eleven. Now, granted, uh, one of the Lakers' uh, downfalls is their perimeter defense, yeah. so I think that kind of hindered them as well. And as I was watching the game, I was seeing that like. How with PJ Tucker being at the five and kind of drawing out JaVale McGee from that paint yeah. and drawing out Anthony Davis as well, um, that kind of benefited them because they was doing good ball movement around uh, the, around the perimeter. They definitely have more space. More space. It was plenty have more space. of space. Like the paint was completely wide open in a yeah. lot of points. And that was like kind of like. And that's their concept. Yeah. They, they want to shoot threes and get layups. You know, you have. They don't really shoot mid-range besides the Westbrook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Westbrook hit some couple mid-range. He actually hit one in, in the crunch time against uh, Anthony Davis off the yeah. backboard. Roko, who actually um, played last night as well, he hit a uh, three in the corner to uh, kind of like ice the game a little bit against yeah. Anthony Davis. He played he played real well last night. Um, but one thing I did see, and I kind of made note of this, and I, I didn't hear too many people talk about this, with them being so small, playing a small ball type of lineup, uh, last night I saw Westbrook, Harden, Covington, and Tucker all had four fouls each. So we see <laughs> how are they going to guard? At that, that's a big point right there. Like, how is this going to how is this going to go on against bigger teams? Because like you, like you being a basketball player, yeah. you being yeah, I wouldn't say you a smaller guy. You you like yeah. my height a little bit taller. Yeah, yeah. But playing against a big man, like what do you like? How do you how do you guard a big man without fouling him most of the time? Like talk um, to me about that. Well, it, see, it depends. You know, <laughs> when you are the big guy, they they they're gonna try to post you up, right? So you either confront it, or <laughs> call for the double, or try to strip them when they go up. But it's yeah. not that's not easy, you know. That's definitely not easy. Yeah, and especially in the NBA. Like I've seen, like I said, there's a lot of foul calls being called right there. Yeah, and there there were some possessions. Like I remember, uh, Robert Covington came up from behind Andy Davis and blocked his shot. Yeah, when he's going for layup in the crunch time. So like you said, doubling that kind of helped a little bit. Yeah, man. And but playing against the big man, kind of backing him down, kind of like trying to hold them up. You are gonna get them foul calls, and especially in the NBA. Yeah. So I think it kind of like it's gonna be defense well, is definitely gonna be a challenge for Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're playing a big like AD. 
Like, he's a he's a bucket, man. <laughs> but but last night we was as I was watching, he wasn't yeah. like really attacking as he right, should. Right. And like you said, they were stripping him. Yeah. And they was like playing good perimeter defense because that's one thing that was a plus for this team and yeah. losing Capella. They do get yeah. better defense perimeter, like on the perimeter, but in the post, it wasn't it's, as it's good. Scary. Yeah. yeah. Do nah. you think going forward, you think this do you think the Rockets can keep this up? Like do you only see them being teams who are weak? And perimeter defense, or can you see them like actually? I mean, being I think a formula? what I think is, I think they can keep it up in the regular season. Mm-hmm. They're they're eleven and one with without Clint Capella. Yeah, so <laughs> that's that's impressive. But when you go into the playoffs, the game's gonna slow down, and you're gonna be going up against the guys like AD and, and mm-hmm. deep in the postseason. You know, look at Clippers. They're they're big, and then they are, yeah. Milwaukee. Oh my, yeah, they're huge. So Milwaukee, yeah, Milwaukee. They, <laughs> Milwaukee so definitely mean, big. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not. I think they're trying to um, copy off of the Golden State small ball. Yeah, with the hand play style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- that would work two years, maybe three years ago. But the game has changed this season, man. I yeah. Think. I think. Like I said, I think against some teams who are weaker to, in perimeter defense, I think they can yeah. like overcome like some beating some bigger teams. Yeah. But on teams like a Milwaukee Bucks or like a uh, uh, yeah. Los Angeles Clippers who are better on the perimeter defensive side, I think it's going to kind of be a problem. And I, yeah. I'm intrigued to see how this works against those type of teams because that's where we'll really be able to gauge and see yeah. if this team and this formula can actually work and go along in like the season and the playoffs all together. Right. Um. Last night. Uh, James Harden, as I mentioned on the show last week, he, had, he didn't have a good shooting night, going three for ten, finishing with fourteen points, a seven assists, and seven rebounds. Wow! But <laughs> Russell Westbrook finished with forty-one points, oh, yeah. five rebounds, eight assists, and uh, he, he had a, v- a very efficient shooting night last night as well. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but uh, he dedicated that performance to Kobe. Kobe and uh, I think, I think like not only. Uh, was he playing as well because of him dedicating that game to Kobe? But I was talking to another one of my friends, George, actually. He made this good point, uh, saying that with uh, Capella being gone, it kind of opens up the, the right side of the basket for Russell Westbrook because we know James Harden to be a lefty shooter, so he can yeah. take that left side of the basket or right, but he's more of a left-dominant left, like left dominant player. Yeah. But Russell being more right-handed, him going to that right side of the basket Oh yeah, that and Capella being gone and not clogging at the there's, paint. Oh, there's a lot more space. Yeah, there's a lot, lot more space. space. So I think that, that kind of helped. But I don't know. It, I'm, Steven Adams was in the post too, but that kind of worked too. But he kind of dropped yeah. off the pass right there too. Yeah. So, but Russell did play well last night. Um, and like I said, with this trade, I think we'll see as uh the season progresses and goes on forward, we'll see how this plays out for them. Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, let's talk about. The NBA All-Star Weekend that's coming Ooh. up next weekend. Uh, let's talk about like, some of the competition that's coming up. Um, yep. So we got the skills challenge that's coming up. Uh, Derrick Rose supposed Derrick to be Rose. in it, but he dropped out due to some injury issues that he okay. had. Uh, we have Pat Beverly, uh, Bam Adebayo, who's a first-time All-Star. Uh, Pascal Siakam, another first-time All-Star. Jason Tatum, another first-time All-Star. DeMontis Sabonis, who's another first-time All-Star. <laughs> I feel like I'm just keep repeating the same, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. And Chris Milton, who are in the uh, skills challenge. Who you got winning this? I got, I'm going with, mm, Bev. He's a bulldog. Patrick Pat Bev win, yep. win the skills challenge? Yup. I think, I don't know who they got to replace Derrick Rose. I don't think they announced yet who they got to replace him so far. Um, but I think in the skills challenge, I think I'm going with, uh, I think Dinwiddie won last season. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. 
Well, that was my second choice. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum <laughs> this year to win to win that. I think he's gonna be able to personally win. And I saw a play before I came in here. He's a star. Uh, he is. He he's a star right now. I I, I saw a play where he was working on DeAndre Hunter and kind of like displaying some of his skills and his yeah. ball handling skills before he shot for a uh, step back three. So I I think he I think he might win it this year. I think he might okay. win that. Uh, then we also have the slam dunk contest. <laughs> um, this one is kind of interesting to me this year because we have some interesting batch of players. In we this. do. Uh, we have a Dwight Howard who's who's old who who won a dunk contest many is years he? ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, he said he's coming back. He, he said he's not old. I, I we'll see. We'll see what this yep. what he got to do, especially with that bad back. We'll see. <laughs> and that bad butt injury he had last season. <laughs> Supposed to see what he got going for him. <laughs> uh, we also had uh, Aaron Gordon, who was in there. I was surprised Zach Levine wasn't in it. Um, this has been good for him, especially him, Aaron Gordon, to go back at it, especially mm. with the also again being in Chicago, him playing for the Bulls. I That's thought it was been surprise. cool. Um, Pat Connaughton, who I really didn't even think of as a dunker. As like I a, didn't either. I really didn't see this one coming. He, so I don't know. He might surprise because I feel like every year. In the dunk contest, they always have like that you one. Get that surprise player. That surprise player. <laughs> where we also have like that one guy that's like, he's in it. Like he dunks, yeah, but he's not yep. really a flashy yep. dunker. So he might surprise us. I don't know. And Derrick Jones Jr., who I oh my, I think it might come down to him and Aaron Gordon in the in the final rounds. I think because Derrick Jones Jr., we seen plenty of highlights. Bounce. He got incredible bounce. I think. <laughs> He got bounce. He got bounce for sure. I think I got him. Yeah, I got, got Derrick Jones winning. Yeah, yeah, I do. I was leaning towards him, but I think, I think maybe uh, Aaron Gordon might win this one. Okay. I think Aaron Gordon might win this one, man. I, okay. I, I'm going with him on this. One. I he, he ain't bad himself. Yeah. He yeah. always gets. He always has something in the bag. He yeah. does. He yeah. does. He also he always has like some good tricks in his back. So I think he might win this one and come out with this. Um, we also had a three point contest this year, My and I favorite. saw where they have um, the end. I think two more shots. Uh, to being six more six feet behind the basket, because uh, as we see a lot a lot of players shooting deep threes. Dame Lillard, Dame who's Lillard. actually in the contest. Dame Lillard and Trey Young, who's in this contest. Zach Levine, who's in this contest. Oh, so he's in the three. <laughs> he's in three point contest, but he's not in the okay. dunk contest. He could be in both. He could be in both, but obviously what he can put himself to, to him. do that. Congrats yeah. to him. Uh, Duncan Robinson, who I mentioned earlier for the Heat, he's in this. Uh, Buddy Hill. Uh, Joe Harris, who was won the three-point contest last season, he's a very good three-point shooter from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Devontae Graham, who uh, who's playing real well for the Charlotte, Charlotte. Hornets this year, yeah. who some people, including myself, think he's playing better than uh, Terry Rozier, who they just signed for 55 mil. Um, Davis Bertans from Washington Wizards is in this as well. Um, who you got winning this? I got. Um, I'm. 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 I want, I'm leaning towards Trey Young and I'm I'm leaning towards Damian Lillard. Uh, I got Dame Dollar, man. Dame Dollar winning this. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Duncan Robinson. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna okay. go with Duncan Robinson winning this. He's okay. uh he leads the team Miami Heat with three point percentage this year. I think he I think he might come out with the win. It. Yeah, he, I think he might win it. I think he might surprise some people. Maybe Dame Lillard because they added that little six feet at that oh, little the, the buckets behind the six feet. He got range. He got range. Since Steph Curry's not playing, he leads the league in uh, uh, points or percentage-wise from, I think, what, five feet behind the line? I yeah. think something like that. It's like 40-something yeah, percent. He's, like, shooting crazy, crazy numbers. And last time I saw him, he's averaging 45 points in the last 10 games, He's too. unguardable, He man. is. He's he's unguardable. Like he's, like he said himself, he's playing the best rhythm of his life, and he don't even know how. Like, he's, yeah. he's playing real well. So he might win it, too. Um, now let's go into... 
I was very disappointed by this. I watched this live. <laughs> the All Star teams. Yeah. Um, the draft took place last night. <sighs> come on, Giannis. Yeah, Giannis. Come on. I, I'm gonna read off these teams. I'm gonna let y'all let y'all decide this. So we'll, on Team LeBron, we got Anthony Davis, Luka Doncic, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard. That's the starters right there with LeBron James, of course. And on the bench, we got Nikolai Jokic, Dame Lillard, Chris Paul, DeMontis Sabonis, Ben Simmons, oh Jason Tatum, and Russell Westbrook. Now, let's go and see Giannis Antetokounmpo's team, shall we? Giannis Antetokounmpo, of course. Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, <laughs> Kimball Walker, and Trey Young. That's nice the starters Trey. right there. Yep. And on the bench, we got Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, who's the first-time All-Star. Should have been All-Star last year. Brandon Ingram, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, and Donovan Mitchell. Yup. Mario, who do you think is going to win this game? Just based off the roster you see here, who do you think is going to win Team this Bron. game? Team Bron. Team Bron. I, I mean. I mean, they're stacked. Oh, man. Like, I watched this draft happen, and Giannis' first pick was Joel Embiid. <laughs> like, so his first two picks, actually, he was going based off his African brothers, as he was saying. Yeah. So he picked Joel first, and he picked Pascal Siakam. So he picked those two first. Now, oh, I was like, okay, I'll let that slide. He can get there. Yeah. But it was with the guards, and it was like, all right, he let cause I, LeBron picked Luka second. No, he picked, he picked Kawhi Leonard second. My fault. He picked Kawhi Leonard second, which kind of made me wonder. I was like, was he picking him so he don't have to play against him? Most likely not. There's been history. He's, he's there, done that yeah, before. There's been history. Like He picked Kyrie before. Yeah. And like he, and I, there have been some people saying that like he don't want to go at Kawhi Leonard like yeah. he should. So that's... Ah. That's something we'll have to see. See how they how they play with each other. Um but he, James Harden was the second and last pick for for the draft. Yeah. And Giannis picked uh Kimber Walker over uh, James Harden. He put a uh, Trey Young over him as well. And Giannis even made a joke and Charles Barkley pointed out on TNT. He said, Charles said you won't pick up the dribbler and uh Giannis said you won't pass the damn ball. So that's yeah. I don't hey, know, man. man. Hey, it's James Harden. It's his team. <laughs> it is his team, but it's like, all right, man. Yeah. But the benches was also kind of was like, all right, man. Like, like why? How, how you not getting some of these people? Yeah. He picked up Bam Adebayo. Uh, he actually picked Chris Middleton with his first pick, which was obvious because his teammate. Teammate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he also picked up Bam Adebayo as his second pick off the, for the reserves, which that was that was that surprised me. He went surprisingly high yeah. in his draft, I think. Um. After Bam, we had uh, I don't remember too much of the order, but he had Jimmy Butler on his team to go win a uh, one fifty bi. Brandon Ingram from Chirac, uh, we had him on there. Yup. I mean, I, I feel like as Kenny Smith pointed out too, they LeBron and Giannis pick players that kind of feel like kind of the same mold. Uh, Giannis picked a bunch of like rough riders. If you look at yeah. his team, like some like some real like Bam, real Bam yeah, Bam out of like some hustle Butler. hustle players, yeah, like some know, real like sure. some real dog like players on his team, like some grinded, hardworking players. Not saying anybody on the team LeBron's not hardworking, but like LeBron got a little bit more finesse, like a little bit more style with his team and where he and the people mm-hmm. that he picked. Where Giannis got more like straight grind, like get to grind, uh, grind yeah, man. like yeah. great grind, grind yeah. type players. So. I think it'd be an interesting game. I think it would be an interesting game to see. And I like I said, I got I got a team LeBron with this, man. I just, Same. Yeah. So 
feel like they got a lot more talent on that side. I think they do too, man. Well, that's all we have here for today of Trey Ball. Uh, thank you all for tuning in today. Uh, appreciate y'all. Y'all make sure y'all check out my YouTube page at Kendall K. Howard. Uh, check out the SoundCloud at Kendall K. Howard as well. Uh, my man Mario, I appreciate you going, man. I uh, appreciate thank it. Thank you appreciate for coming, it, dog. And uh, yeah, we're done here. Peace, man.